We're back this week, Scott and I, and this week's a really big topic. We're going to be talking about puppies here. Um, that's like a big one, especially with a lot of the pandemic puppies and people adopting puppies or uh, by purchasing puppies. So um, working with clients and teaching group classes and everything, there's always um, a bunch of questions that I get about um, puppies in general. So I thought, you know, let me compile a list of them and then we could just go through them today and kind of you know, chat about them. So Scott has that list and he's yeah. going to go through them and I'm just going to answer them for you guys. How about that? <laughs> All right. So let's jump in into it. Uh, the first right. question, uh, right. the big one is uh, food. So when can I switch my puppy's dog food? We just got him. So maybe the breeder had him on a specific dog food and I want to switch him over to something else. Uh, yeah. What's the best way to approach that? So what I tell my clients and folks in general with dogs, if you plan on switching your dog over to a different dog food, the key point is to do it gradually. So whether you're adopting a dog from a shelter, they're usually at a foster home, or whether you're purchasing a dog, they're with the breeder. You want to ask them what type of food they're on. If you're going to continue that food, that's fine. But if you're going to switch it over, you want to do a little bit at a time. So you want to stick with what food they're on currently and then add about um, one third of the new food in. And over the course of a few days, you're gonna add more of the new food than the old food. Then over time, then boom, you have like, you're in with the new food and then your dog's on that, uh, the dog food that you want them on. So basically you just wanna do it gradually and that's how you switch your dog over. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so question number two, this is for all our uh, soon to be puppy owners. Okay. How do I prepare for my new puppy coming home soon? Yes, that is a good one. And the fact that most people do ask that question means you're going to be a great puppy owner already. Um, so the biggest thing is going to be management. Um, just like we prepare for our babies to come home, we have to prepare for our puppies to come home too. And so you want to get those baby gates. They do have them for puppies. And you don't want to give your puppy free reign over the whole house. Um, you want to restrict them to one area. We can keep an eye on them so they're not going off, like having um, accidents everywhere. Um, so there's like a list of things you get. Um, usually I give my clients a doc, um, like a central dog training checklist. And on that list, some things are getting a baby gate, again, to confine them to one area. Um, make sure, essential, so, so key, make sure you get your dog a collar and a name tag. So if they get lost and they get out, um, you know, obviously they'll be able to be found and returned back home to you. That's an important one. Um, you want to get some pee pads if you um, have them, not have them, but you want to get some pee pads um, if you're working on potty training, which you should be if they're a puppy. Um, a crate as well for confinement. You don't want to leave your puppy out and about because they're going to have accidents. So those are just a few things um, you want to get. You can also um, Google the list as well, and they'll tell you all the stuff that you can get for a new puppy. But those are just the um, essential ones. And of course, dog food, you want to get that as well. Um, but the biggest thing is going to be the dog tags, the crate, and the baby gates. Those are the top three. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Especially yeah. with food. Definitely want to be able to feed them. Exactly. Um, <laughs> um so uh i've got my puppy and kind of have my heart set on them being a service dog how do i train my puppy to be a service dog okay yep that's a really really big one so one thing that i have to say about the service dog process is, is not kind of a, a a quick process it's kind of like a 
a gradual thing, a lifetime training thing with your dog, but you kind of want to start them. It you, They start off the same way any dog would start off as a pet. Um, you want to just start them off with basic obedience classes or have a trainer come in and teach the dog some basic obedience. Because the main point of a service dog is they have to be able to provide um um, they have to be there for their handler. They have to be there for their owner. So they have to be able to be calm and even killed, not jumping and kind of like, you know, well-managed any type of situation. So you want to make sure you install some obedience. So you want to start there with your dog. So just getting some classes under your belt, um, basic obedience. Um, and one thing, um, there is um, something called the AKC, um, uh, American Canine Citizen Club. Mm -hmm. And if you go onto their website, they have some classes that you take for certification. And those are the same classes that we um, take our service dogs through when they're in training. And so you want to kind of start taking those classes. And those classes, um, the AKC Puppy Start class is about gearing you up, making sure you're a great puppy owner, owner, know about grooming, making sure you have the tags. And the biggest thing is socialization, too, just making sure they go everywhere with you. They experience new things. So that really does um, set in. Remember, dogs learn by emotional responses and emotional situations. So you want to make sure you're getting them out and about. Um, so basic obedience. And then you want to go through the Puppy Star class, which is a six-weeks class. And at the end, you'll get a certificate saying that, you know, basically you're a great puppy owner. And you know what it takes to be a dog. Um, and then the next level will be the Canine Good Citizen class. And that just advances pretty much more on the basic obedience skills, but it's more about your dog being out and about, greeting other people and restaurants and stuff like that. Because remember, if you have a service dog, you have to be able to take them everywhere. Um, so you just kind of want to just make sure they have their basic obedience really down. They're able to come when called, sit when sit, downstay for a long time. So this is all going to be throughout the gradual course of months and years of training and basic obedience, just getting your dog out and about. But if you talk to a trainer or if you want to contact me, um, definitely uh, we can talk more in detail or you can talk to your trainer near you more in detail about the service dog route. But that's definitely um, the route you want to choose. But you can go to the AKC.org and find out more information about that. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds mm -hmm. really good. So definitely, yeah, if you want more information, I can always reach out to Pam for that sort of thing. And she, yep. she worked with that. She's very well versed yep. in that. Um, okay, so... Here's a fun one. Uh, why does my puppy go to the bathroom so much? Oh my gosh. Okay. So yes, that is a good one. So your puppy's bladder is just tiny um, in their puppies, you know? Uh, so that's why they essentially go to the bathroom so much. And so you're supposed to take them out every two to three hours um, based on their age. So when they're really tiny, um, just take them out two to three hours at a time. I know it's a lot, but trust me, it's going to be worth the while to have your dog potty trained. And I always tell my clients, it's only for a little bit. If you invest all you have now, not monetary wise, but like, you know, emotionally training wise, then you'll have the results early on. So you can have the lifelong with the dog instead of going through problems step by step, you know? That makes sense. Yeah, put the work in now, you pay for it, pay the dividends later and that sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Especially yeah. with that, you definitely want to put in the works. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so. I have a small child, small child. How do I get my puppy, who's also obviously a puppy, to play well with my small child? Because they're basically two small children trying to play with each other and things happen. So what do I do? Yeah, yeah. I, I get that question a lot because I work with a lot of families. And the biggest thing is management between your child and your puppy. Um, 
and there's a few types of management between the child and the puppy. And so you want to make sure that you're actively managing them. And what that means is that when your puppy and your child is playing, you want to make sure that your puppy's not nipping or biting and things like that. And if they are, you want to kind of break that up. And also I tell um, families too, when you have small children playing with puppies, um, try not to you know, let them do a lot of hands-on stuff with the puppy because they're teething and they're going to bite and be nippy. So instead, um, redirect them and give them a toy. Teach them how to tug with the dog. Um, teach them how to, you know, do fetch with the dog. Things like that, where it's more so that there's distance in between the child and the dog. Um, and as always, if you can't watch the child and the dog, you want to... Um, Make sure the dog's with you or that you can see them in like your hindsight or something, not hindsight. I mean, see them like off in a distance or whatever it may be or close by you. But basically, you just want to manage the situation. Also, when your puppy nips, you want to tell them, ouch, remember that? And then you want to redirect them and tell them what you want to do by giving them a toy. So um, between, you know, you know, telling your puppy what to do and, you know, saying, ouch, and having your kid... Um, engaging in proper play with the dog that essentially would help with the nip in between them. That makes sense. And I guess yeah. sort of helping to teach the kid how to interact with the dog too. Exactly. So they're yeah. not grabbing. Cause I know like little, little kids, they just want to grab the hair and pull, right? Especially mm -hmm. if it's longer hair, if it's not a short hair dog, they're yep. just all those trying to pinch it and everything. So just, Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, and dogs need exactly. And, and with that being said, dogs need their personal space too. Yeah. Um, and and kids are very much on top of dogs, so just be mindful. Like if someone was to bear hug you all day long, it would get kind <laughs> of overwhelming. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that when your dog's sleeping, that you allow your dog to be sleeping and let you have your kids not bother them. And the same thing when they eat into you, just want to let them eat as well. That makes sense. That makes a lot yep. of sense. Yep. Okay, so I just got a new puppy. Uh, where do I start with training? Um, again, you want to start, uh, first, you want to make sure they have their vaccinations yes. um, because you don't, of course, want them to get anything. Um, yes. But you want to start with some sort of basic obedience class or training, um, whether you, you know, reach out to a trainer like myself um, and come out and do like a five-week program um, where we'll go over the five commands, which are the down, watch me leave it and come to kind of get them some obedience and um, manners. So you want to start there. But the biggest thing is socialization, just getting your dog out and about, um, seeing different people, persons and places and things, because um, it does make a difference in that fear response later on in life. But essentially, um, until you're able to get to a trainer and do some training, you want to um, just socialize and get them out and take them everywhere. Yeah, a lot more new experiences, let them experience the world and just sort of get used to all the different noises and everything so they don't have exactly. like, fears down the road type of thing because they've already experienced it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, okay, so puppy's a little bit older or, hey, I got a puppy and I now I have to go to work, I have to go out. Uh, what's the best way to find like a pet sitter and then other things like a vet, uh, someone to walk my puppy potentially, all those sort of village that helps us to... Uh, raise a puppy to a certain degree? Yeah, that's a really good question. And again, um, I would say if you're working with a trainer or any type of pet care professional, you want to look back to them um, to ask them um, their recommendations because you already trust them, wh whether they're training your dog like myself, you can refer back to myself. And, you know, usually they'll have some good recommendations on hand and you already trust that person. But then um, there's also good old Google um, and also um, the perfect thing is to talk to your friends and family, um, people you, who you trust, um, as far as vets and stuff like that and groomers. 
and you want to also take your dog into consideration. Um, you just don't want to schedule an appointment at your local pet store or have a groomer. Um, take your dog to a groomer if your dog's kind of fear for being grooming in general or if they're afraid of other people and you're hiring a dog walker. So you want to think about your dog's needs first and whether that means a groomer coming to you because your dog doesn't do well out and about or whether um, you have a dog, uh, your dog meet with a dog walker in advance um, to gain some type of, you know, relationship. So you want to think about your dog's needs first and then kind of do your own research and reach back out to the people you know to find like the perfect um, pet care professional for your dog. That makes sense. I guess looking at reviews, word of mouth, all those exactly. things, like yep. that, and bit that trust and sort of, you know, figure out mm -hmm. who's actually got that that proof you know of actually doing well and then you can trust them a bit more too so that makes yep, absolutely really good advice mm -hmm. okay so my puppy's home and every now and then he just runs everywhere and he's crazy why is he so crazy puppies just have a lot of energy they're okay. just like they're no different than our children they're no different then, yeah, when our children are crazy like that, when they're younger, like yeah. the toddlers, infant stages, whether they don't walk, they're still crawling all around the place. They just have a lot of energy um, that they just need to get out. So the best thing to do um, is to take your dog out to exercise them, long walks, um, vigorous play, fetch them, toss. Um, if you can't get out, um, I talked about it before um, with how dogs learn, um, just get some puzzle toys and engage them inside the home. Just anything to keep them busy, just to exhaust them and get some of that energy out. And remember, I always try to, you know, drill this home is only for a short amount of time. Yeah. So just, you know, I know sometimes it's like, oh <laughs> my gosh, I, you know, it's, it is overwhelming, but you know, take a deep breath. I tell folks, put the dog in the crate for five minutes, take a deep breath and just, you know, bring them back out, love on them a little bit. But just invest now and, you know, get some of those things and it'll be good later on. Yeah, for sure. It yeah. seems like forever when you're in it. But when you look back on it, it's not that long, actually. So no. it's not too bad. Nope. Okay. Um, another last one. A little okay. bit of more of a big one. My puppy is biting me. What should I do? Yep. Back to what I was talking about before. Um, if your puppy is nip nipping you, you want to do a startling response by just saying, ouch. Like that, and usually a puppy you stop and startle like that. And then you want to redirect them with what you want them to do. So remember, for everything you don't want them to do, you want to teach them what you want them to do. So um, if you have some toys nearby, you, you know, shake the toy, give them the toy like, hey, this is what you do. Um, so redirecting them usually does help if it's something engaging that they would like. But sometimes, remember, they still will come back and nip again. If your puppy continues to nip, you want to give them like a short time out for five minutes, whether that's in like um, some type of confinement area, whether that's the crate, um, the bedroom or X pen area for five minutes and then, you know, bring them back out again. And hopefully by that time they won't be nippy. But if they are, you just want to continue that process for like five minutes at a time until they kind of decrease the nipping. And I know it may sound exhausting, but again, to drill it home is only for a short amount of time. And then, you know usually as they mature and get older, it kind of decreases. Yeah. It seems like that's the over, overarching message uh, from today is if you put in the work early, uh, it's going to really pay off for the lifetime that you have with them. Like if you're going to have like, you know, 10, 13, however many years, that first six months to a year, if you put in crazy, really good work and you put in that yeah. work and you work at it, it's just going to make your life with them and your relationship with them so much better going, going on forward. Right. So just absolutely like forever. But 
it's actually not too bad. Just not, yep, yep, not right. just right now, <laughs> just right now. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's awesome. Uh, so that, that's all the questions we got for today. Uh, I think right. we touched on like a good variety of subjects, all things puppy. Um, but yeah, uh, anything you wanted to follow up with or close no, out? No, I just hope you guys got a lot out of this little puppy session in the Q&A. And if you guys have any questions, I'm always happy to answer. I'm always on Facebook. Um, you can reach me at Down for Paws. I'm always happy to jump in the comments and answer questions for you guys. So just check me out at Down for Paws and I will catch you guys on next week's live. See you guys. See ya.